from Olympia, Washington. You're listening to KAOS 89.3 Olympia, and this is Low Profile. I'm Mark Lee Morrison. I'm here with James Maida, and we just listened to the playback of the concert from July 3rd, 2022, featuring James here sitting next to me and the great Michael Hurley. James, what's up? Hey, how are you doing out there in Radio Land? <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you're going to play a bunch of songs here that have never been recorded or released, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess they got recorded at the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Premiere um, style. But you've been playing in bands in Olympia forever. You're, you grew up here, right? Yeah, yeah. I moved here. Uh, I actually grew up in Hawaii, but... But I've, I've lived here since the early 90s, and uh, I always played in these rock and roll bands uh, since I was a teenager. Um, but uh, I always played uh, kind of like acoustic music late at night with my friends, and I still do. And uh, I guess uh, I got uh, talked into playing a couple of shows recently, um, and uh, my good... Uh, my good buddy Michael Hurley has uh, come to town a couple times and played a couple shows with me recently, and uh, so that's been really great and stuff. Real, right. real cool stuff. Well, I I love Michael Hurley, but just in case the listener doesn't have any frame of reference, like so, pretend I'm someone who's never heard of Michael Hurley or knows what he's all about. Can you can you break that down real quick? Oh, it's so hard to explain. Um, right, there's yeah. a lot of things uh, written about him over the years. Well, I painted his on the side for you, mister. I painted his records um he recorded for folkways in you know the 60s um he just put out a really great record called time of the foxgloves it's yeah. uh, pretty amazing you know he's uh, 80 years old right now and uh really uh just killing it really gifted guitar player too um definitely very distinctive player he, he gets a little bit surreal, he gets a little bit goofy. Yeah, he's a very prolific comic book artist as well, and uh, not many people have uh, seen the extent of his work. He was drawing comics even in the 50s. Including pretty, pretty myself. I'm so interested in his comics, but I really haven't seen very much, except for the ones that he sticks inside his albums sometimes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah. So Super uh, cool. Yeah. Well... James, thanks for showing up to that show when I couldn't. <laughs> that was really special. Uh, Jack Habegger is hosting this episode um, because me and my family had COVID that weekend. Worst so possible did, weekend for me to... So did Zach Kale, who was supposed to play, and he got on the show the next week with Lavender Country. Yeah, so, yeah. so those of you who weren't able to attend any of these, you'll hear Zachary Kale who is supposed to be on this week's show next week. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but now we're going to listen to you, James. 
Awesome, I hope you dig it. <laughs> Hello, how are you folks? Thanks for coming. Sad our friend Zach couldn't make it today, but uh, he got stuck in New York with the vid. Like, uh, but he's playing next week with Lavender Country, so that's cool. You should see him. He's a really great uh, um, musician, a uh, person, or whatever. Um, but you're stuck with me now. Um, <laughs> anyhow, um, I'll play some songs I wrote, I guess. Um, we'll see how it goes. All right. And we're very lucky to have uh, Michael Hurley here today. It's uh, the best, the greatest, the greatest, the greatest ever. All right, subject you to some stuff. <clears throat> Song's called uh, View from a Sleeve.
This song is called The Wilderness of Mirrors, which is a T.S. Eliot uh, thing. But I actually heard it on a British crime show where a detective talks about the wilderness of mirrors. And I liked it a lot. But then there's a, a band, a popular band, unlike myself, that is making a record called The Wilderness of Mirrors. So you heard it here first. I guess you heard it from T.S. Eliot or the crime show first. But anyhow, it goes like this. Oh, and the first line is a reference to this amazing movie called Song of Granite that's uh, about this Irish a cappella singer named Joe Heaney that lived in Seattle later in his life. And, and he worked his whole life to sing like uh, these a cappella songs like the Galway Shawl on the Rocks of Bonn and stuff like that. So the, the first line is a reference to it, I guess. Anyhow, it goes like this. Paint me a picture.
one I suppose it's called the light I wrote this song for Sarah to sing but uh, I there's been no practice so we'll see what happens just sit down on that chair no just sit, sit down there <laughs> I'll sing without him too. <clears throat> this whiskey no I'm plugged It's a little slower than we practiced. Oh, I'll do it faster. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a key. What can I do? Alright, here we go.
Thanks for listening. Uh, our good. I think they might talk, uh, do some Q and A with uh, me and uh, Mr. Hurley. Um, but I'm very excited to see uh, Michael Hurley play. It's always the greatest thing ever. Thank you so much for coming. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Your hand to Sarah. Cool. We just heard James Maida's set from Sherler Sundays. This is Low Profile, and I'm Mark Lee Morrison. We're about to hear Jack Hobbiger's interview with James and Michael Hurley, who's going to be performing. Uh, you're going to hear excerpts from his set after the interview here. If you'd like to hear the entire show, including all of James's songs and all of Michael Hurley's songs, you can find a link to that on this episode's website at lowprofilepodcast.com. And now, the rest of the show. First, we'd just like to thank everyone for coming and, of course, to welcome Michael Hurley to the stage. And uh, James, you had an amazing opening set, so I think first we're, gonna, we're just going to all talk a little bit here, if that's all right with you guys. Um, I think I'm going to start with a question for James. This comes from Sarah. Sarah wanted me to ask you about Strange and their influence on your music, on the influence of Strange. <laughs> That's a really weird question. Um, so between the garage band boom and the punk movement in Olympia, it was desolate for a lot of years, and there were only places to play like Skateland and stuff. And there was a teen band called Strange in the 70s in Olympia that I'm obsessed with. And they, they made a record called The Souvenir Album. And it's been reissued now. It's a very expensive record. It's like a $3,000 record. They made 100 copies of it, and there's probably five copies left or something. But um, anyhow, one time I donated three copies to Goodwill. It's like 25 years ago. <clears throat> um, anyway, um, so the main person in that band, his name is DC, and he's amazing. He Basically, I'm... I became friends with him because I tried to track down every member of that band because I was obsessed with that record, you know, a long time ago. And I tracked him down and we became really good friends. And then uh, early pandemic, we were sending each other some stuff in the mail, like the just mail, we were mailing each other stuff. And he recorded, when his band broke up in 1979, he sat in his house with his little kid, infant, and he recorded the 33 favorite songs he had written in his life for, his, for himself, for no one to hear. And he sent that to me, and I was so 
inspired by it. It's this amazing music no one's ever heard before, and no one probably will ever hear it. And it's amazing. And there's a song he wrote when he was 12 years old in 1970 called Can't You Hear the Rain? And it's so good. It's better than any tune I've ever written. And I was so obsessed with it that I decided to write a bunch of new music, and that made me write a bunch of new music. Anyway, that's the answer, I guess, really quickly. I can talk about forever. Is that is the music that you wrote for that what makes up this new upcoming Morgan and the Organ Donors record? No, it has nothing to do with that. Separate. But all the music I played for you now, like today, was new songs written during the pandemic, and it was inspired by my friends like Michael Hurley, um, and you know that that stuff, you know, like Strange, you know, the, those tapes David Chamberlain gave me. DC, I should just call him DC. Um, but he's in all these cool bands, anyway. Um, very underrated, uh, huge Olympia staple. Amazing, amazing, amazing human being. Anyway. Well, James, we were talking the other day about some of your favorite stories that you've heard down through the years from, from people like Michael Hurley. And you told me, and I want to know how, what degree of this is true, Mike, that, that you once won a van at a, at a sweepstakes in uh, at a grocery store and drove it to South America? It was a Piggly Wiggly, right? <laughs> something like that. It was like a Piggly Wiggly grocery store. Something. You should just tell the story. Um, I don't remember this. <laughs> uh, that's where I got my song from, um, I Paint and Design. Yeah. Because um, I met a sign painter down there. Who, and that was on his, on his display? He, no, he wanted to paint my van. He wanted to paint the conquistadors and who were dead in a gold mine with all their weapons and everything and the gold. Mm -hmm. he, and he showed me what he wanted to do on the side of my van and I constantly refused. And, uh, he just kept showing up every night at my campfire, and it was his rapping that I made a song out of it. And that's that's how I painted design. Yeah. That's where but you were a sign painter too. Yeah, and I've always got along with sign painters. Um, yeah. In the professional field, you know, for me it's uh, oh, arborists and sign painters. A lot, of, a lot of my friends are in that, those two professions. Are there any sign painters in the audience? Oh, you're not going to make any friends here today. Well, I know there's a cartoonist out here somewhere. Yeah. So, <laughs> howdy. That's your dad. My dad. His dad's a cartoonist. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've, I've read that you keep a steady journal. Is that still true? Yeah. And do you think that influences your cartooning or your songwriting very much? Well, it just collects my thoughts, you know. Yeah. So that can go into a song. Something to draw from. Or sometimes I make a little drawing too. Look to go in in the in the journal. Yeah. Uh, James, I don't want to leave you out of the loop here. We've, I know we've got uh, both of you have brand new records that uh, are, have either just come out or are about to come out. I know James, yours is in a, a very different vein, 
but um, if we could kind of talk about some of your new records coming up. Uh, Michael, how did you get hooked up with this new group of people that play on uh, your new album? Um, well, it's spread far and wide. Right. It's parts that are recorded kind of all over the place, right? Yeah, and um, so they're from all over. And some of them are from Astoria. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the recording happened in this Astoria, where I live now. Right. And your new record, uh, James, that's all Olympia local people, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I, uh, I've had a lot of rock and roll bands, I guess. Um, but so there's this rock and roll band I'm in, um, and we record this record because in 2020, our drummer uh, is in this band called Bikini Kill. They're gonna go tour or whatever. And uh, that got canceled, by the way. We were all talking, we're like, oh, we should make a record or whatever. Um, and uh, so we recorded all the basic tracks and then we figured it out. And then the pandemic happened and we couldn't mix it for uh, almost two years. And then, you know, uh, we've all been straggling and everything and then, uh, Finally got it. I, I got the test press uh, record uh, two days ago. Uh, it's finally back, so it'll come out maybe in January or something. Um, and I'm very excited about that. Got to give one of those to you, Mike. Well, James, I'm, uh, speaking of your new record, and you were also talking about regional teenage bands. Don't you have a cover on your new album too from another another uh, local group from? Oh, yeah, yeah, so so uh, our new record, it's the band is called Morgan and the Organ Donors, and Sarah is a singer in that, and now uh, we got this cool person, Olivia, playing bass, and they sing cool, like, uh, Everly Brothers kind of vocal harmony uh, thing, but it's a garage record, you know, it's like wild punk or whatever, um, but, uh, and we got Toby on the drums and stuff, but uh, we do two covers. And one of them is, there's this wild garage band made out of 13 year old kids from Wenatchee, Washington, from like uh, 1965 or six. And they're called Billy and the Kids. They're 13 year olds that play everything and write their own music and it's still better than anything. It's incredible. And um, the A side of this 145 is on those Back from the Grave comps, like, you know, Tim Warren style, you know, like uh, 84 compilations of wild garage. But the B side was never available to be heard. And I, I won't even get into it, but I was after that record for years. And when I finally got it, and I heard the B-side, it's like a girl group song by 13-year-olds. And it's got the dumbest lyrics that are amazing. So we covered that. And then uh, Mike is friends with them too, but uh, I was real good friends with this band called Dead Moon. And uh, we cover a Dead Moon song or whatever on that too. The rest are weird original songs or whatever. I don't know, that kind of thing. Mike, you wanna? You have some uh, show. You have some regular gigs too. So if people wanna come see you, right? There's a couple places where they can do that. Yeah, currently I do um, the first Friday of every month in Scappoose, Oregon, which is about 25 miles on Route 30 from Portland, Oregon. And so on the first Friday of every month, starting around. Um, 7.30, 8, like a couple hours. And it's also uh, streamed at the time. Okay. So you don't have to go there. 
if you want to stream it, and you, you go to a Facebook, and then you go to a, the owner's name is Don Zare, like Z-E-R-R. -R. So you go to Don Zare's uh, Rosebud Cafe, Rosebud Cafe, Facebook thing, and then you go to video, then uh, it was the first Friday, and then uh, see me and Dave Rice, the bass player, are playing there in the outdoor uh, staging, you know. That, that's a super old friend of yours, right? Yeah. Dave Rice. He played in a group called Holy Molo Rounders. He did. And he's a bass player for you? Yep. Well, we're going to give you a chance to play here, so if uh, people have some questions, we can also maybe open things back up after your set, if that's all right. But if uh, if anyone has something right now that they want to come in with, it'd be great. My question is, what meal would pair best with your newest album? What was that again? What, was that? what meal would pair best with your newest album? Like to eat oh. and listen to? It would be a six egg salmon omelet with, with a lot of spinach and uh, cheddar <laughs> cheese in it. and and. Uh, a carafe of IPA beer. Hell yeah. <laughs> what about you, James? Hmm? What about you, James? Oh, what about me? <laughs> yeah. I just uh, usually uh, listen to that album late at night while enjoying uh, local beer, um, which is not fancy. Um, I guess I could say uh, surely easy. I definitely done that. That's their bar. That'd be a good one. Usually drinking some Rainier's and uh, five in the morning I'm listening to his record uh, Beer Wine and Ale. That song, Lush Green Trees. That's one of my favorite tunes of his. Um, that whole record rules. Oh my god. It's like mind-blowing. If you haven't heard Time of the Foxgloves by Michael Hurley, that is like the greatest brand new record like mind melting. Thank you. Well, that was a great question. Thank you so much for those questions. If there's a lot of interest in that, we can open that back up again afterwards. And uh, without further ado, we're going to rearrange stuff a little bit here, and then we have Michael Hurley. What are you going to rearrange? We're just going to move the move this chair out of the way and, and take this mic down. When evening chores are over at our ranch house on the plain, all I have to do is lay around. I saddle up my Thank you. 
renewed in uh, Vermont at the capital city of Montpelier and actually I had to go up in person to the city hall and there's a great queue there probably about 40 people ahead of me and it, it's no quick process this was back in the, the 90s I think so that, that's, I had that kind of spare time where I could uh, let me figure out some, some lyrics from my, from my uh, flop-eared hot dog dog song. <laughs> so it helped out, it helped out. Thank you. 
help myself I'm gonna, gonna, gone, gonna get you Myself, don't tell me not to think what I already don't. I can't help myself. I'm gonna, gonna, gone, gonna get drunk. Can't help myself. Gonna do what I'm thinking of Sister Lou got the blues. She had to do what she was thinking of. Had to wiggle and run. She gonna, she gonna, gonna fall in love. Sister Lou got the blues. Had to do what she Ain't it gonna, ain't it gonna, 
ain't it gonna tell you no more? Sister Lou got the blues. Let me tell you what she told me last night. Sister Lou got the blues. She told me nothing, told me nothing, told me nothing, dreams out life. Fame. 
should eat right. Five gets you ten. I'm gonna feed myself right tonight. I don't want fish cakes to ride You heard what I said. Way to serve my tribe. I take the friend friends on with the orange thing. Folks, your kind ears. Woo! 
be here again like it was uh, last year. Hope to be back soon. Thank you. 
oysters, their molecules soon be working for me. A big sack of oysters, their molecules soon be working for me. Their molecules soon be working for me. Sunday, I'm playing here uh, with my band Celebrity Telethon and also in uh, Lavender Country. So if you're a Lavender Country fan, come back next Sunday. 